0: My guys in the desert on a Wednesday, I talked to Brent Musburger today, and he is going to be in studio tomorrow. It's NFL schedule release day, Vinny, and uh, Chris Andrews here at the South Point has put out opening lines, money lines, and totals for NFL week one. Uh, The schedule leaked earlier than expected uh, this morning by, I think I slept an hour and a half this morning, and by the time I woke up, all the NFL games in week one had been released. Uh, it seemed like half the schedule was out on Twitter. Yeah, uh, Vinny so there's no suspense tonight at five o'clock Pacific when the schedule release show uh, is unveiled on TV. Uh, but it's great to have these numbers up quickly. We've seen them go up at books all over town. So, uh, mm-hmm. did you work with uh, Chris Andrews? today to help get these up? You know, what we've done, uh, Matt, is kind of be, you know, it's
1: not just today, right? I mean, we kind of had an idea of matchups, obviously. Again, it's the sequence that we were waiting on. Uh, so working in conjunction with uh, week one, uh, regular season win totals, which, again, uh, those will be out. By the way, those will be out this Friday, this Friday, uh, for uh, NFL regular season wins here at the South Point. And, again, waiting, uh, what we waited for was, the The sequence of the schedule. We knew the opponents, We knew the home games. We knew uh, the away games. It's just not uh, the sequence. So those will be up. And uh, then I'll uh, as we get into the show today, I'll give you the uh, ideas, the rest of the uh, proposition bets for college and uh, pro football for regular season wins, marquee matchups, all of the above. But yeah, talking about these numbers now for a little bit and uh, wasn't just today.
0: Ravens at Raiders on uh, NFL week one Monday night football. And uh, I saw some people complaining about some of the matchups on Twitter today. Hey, here's an idea. Shut up. What are you complaining right. about? There were some people who didn't like the uh, Bears Rams game in week one, thought, oh, there are better games you could put on Sunday night football. Here's why the NFL put those games in the primetime spots. The Rams and the Raiders built stadiums, and they were promised primetime games in week one last year. Had no fans, so that's why they're playing primetime games in NFL week one this year. The Rams get the Sunday night game. The Raiders get the Monday night game. And the big difference this year is those stadiums are going to be Uh, full of fans, and it's going to be an electric atmosphere in L.A. and Vegas for each game on Sunday night and Monday night.
1: Let me tell you this. The Rams seven-point favorites on on that Monday night game Mm -hmm. against the Bears. There's optimism with the Bears, obviously. Uh, We we know what the Rams did in the offseason, Matt, uh, getting Matthew Stafford. Uh, the, The reality is this. That's the Sunday night game. And it's going to be a terrific right. It's not going to change anything. I don't anybody. Right. You know what? A lot of people can have a lot of opinions on each individual game of the schedule and uh, the entire schedule. itself. So, but everybody wanted the schedule. It's out. Let's enjoy it. And uh, let's focus on these numbers. What's the number on the Ravens Raiders on Monday Night Football? Four and a half. Ravens. Uh, road favorites here. And I suspect, uh, and Chrissy and I were talking, it'll be pl- plenty of Raven, uh, I mean, Raider money in this game. Matt, uh, but uh, four and a half, the total on the game, 51. Uh, the money line, uh, minus 250, plus 210. By the way, just to, to start things off uh, right now, five. These are the, uh, the limits. If you need some more, just uh, you know the uh, procedure here at the, uh, at the south point. Come to the counter, ask for Chris. He'll sign your, uh, his book for you mm-hmm. and uh, give, you, give you more. So 5,000,
0: 3,000, and 2,000. Uh, side money line and total. See the graphic up there on the screen? If you're watching, the uh, South Point has put up the uh, numbers for NFL Week 1. We got them for you there. Thursday night, September 9th, Cowboys and Bucks in Tampa. And uh, Buccaneers, six-and-a-half-point favorites, total of 52. Thursday, September 9th is NFL kickoff. And uh, Sunday, September 12th, full schedule of games. And then Monday, September 13th is uh, Ravens and Raiders. I like uh, – I actually like most of the matchups here in week one. I oh, think sure. the NFL did a very good job with the primetime games mm-hmm. as well. And, uh, you know, you've got to have some good matchups in the afternoon, too, for Fox mm-hmm. and CBS, and you got it with Browns and Chiefs. That's a, an excellent matchup in Kansas yeah. City. Uh, that's actually a rematch of a playoff game in the Chiefs. Here at the South Point, Vinny, favorites.
1: Yep, and uh, the Chiefs, Matt, uh, six-point favorites. The total on the game, 53. That will be – and that's a, a 125 Pacific start uh, again. The, the, and let's remember this, Matt. This is week one, and uh, those games will be extremely popular.
0: All right, my guys in the desert from the South Point Sportsbook on a Wednesday NFL schedule release day. Mm-hmm. And uh, Benny Mayulo here with uh, Matt Humans. We have a great guest list today. Stormy Bonantoni, the Vegas Golden Knights reporter and a Sync contributor is going to be up to talk NHL here in about five minutes. Good. We've also got Jimmy Vaccaro stopping by the studio today. Always entertaining when Jimmy V stops by and Brady Cannon is going to talk some golf with us in hour number two. We're a week away from the second major of the season, the PGA, and uh, Brady's going to talk uh, golf this week and a look ahead to the major. NFL grand opening, Cowboys at Buccaneers, Vinny. It's Thursday, September 9th. All the numbers up here at the South Point Sportsbook for NFL Week 1. Let's take a look at the kickoff game. Buccaneers open as six-point favorites over the Cowboys, actually six-and-a-half six yeah. here mm-hmm. at the South Point since 2004. Defending Super Bowl champions are 13 and three in the NFL season opener. Tom Brady, three and one in the Thursday night opener, and Brady has a 10 and one career record when opening the season at home. So a lot of things lining up for the Buccaneers in that matchup with the Cowboys on the first Thursday night of the season.
1: Great matchup too, right? Everybody loves uh, uh, to either bet on or against the Cowboys. Uh, Dak Prescott back, uh, revised defense right, uh, with Quinn now as the defensive coordinator in Dallas for the Cowboys. This is going to be a very attractive matchup, Matt, and uh, it's a great way to start the season with the defending Super Bowl champions. Everybody back, and a few more veterans as well. And again, like I said, you either love the Cowboys or love to hate the Cowboys, uh, and that means you're either
0: going to back them at the window or bet against them. So it's going to be a That's going way. to be a heavily back game. game. That's uh, going to be a monster game for bettors and uh, bookmakers on the opening uh, Thursday night of the NFL season. The Week one schedule leaked early this morning. Mm -hmm. So it gave uh, oddsmakers a chance to get up these numbers before noon today. Yeah, And uh, Vinny, go ahead and give us a rundown of what you put up here at the South Point for NFL week one. Capped by the Monday night game, Ravens mm-hmm. at Raiders. And uh, Matt, you mentioned it. So the uh, the
1: Buccaneers six and a half and fifty two. The Bills at home against the Steelers. The Bills six. The total on that game fifty and a half. Panthers hosting the Jets. Little intrigue there, right? Sam Darnold now uh, going against uh, going against his old team four. Uh, Panthers are favored by 4 and 43. The Jaguars at the Texans, speaking of a little intrigue there, uh, Jaguars 2.5 on the road against the Texans, 45.5 for that total. Titans 2.5 against the Cardinals at home, that total 51. Chargers and the Washington football team. Uh, Chargers, right now, a one point road favorite in Washington, that total 44.5. Falcons at home, 4 and five, uh, 47 against the Eagles. The Colts, two and a half versus the Seahawks, that total 52. Vikings at the Bengals. Vikings, three-point favorites on the road, 48 for that total. And the last 10 o'clock Pacific, 1 o'clock Eastern game will be the Lions at home against the 49ers. 49ers, better than a touchdown, 7.5. The total on that one, 46, Matt. And uh, then the afternoon, we've got the Chiefs. You mentioned it earlier against the Browns, a rematch of the playoffs. Chiefs, six-point favorites, the total 53. The Patriots at home, a division game here against the Dolphins. Uh, Both teams looking to build on last season. Uh, Patriots looking to rebound. Patriots two point favorites, forty five and a half. Broncos Giants pick them in uh, at the uh, at Giants at um, at MetLife Stadium. Pick in forty two and a half. Packers and the Saints in New Orleans. Matt off the board right now. Why is that? Something going on with the Packers. There's something. We're we're actually trying to figure out who's going to play center. Uh, for the, uh, the uh, Packers there. Actually, and, uh, I did
0: see one book in town put up a number on that game this morning. It was Saints minus one and a half. Minus one, and one and a half, yeah. I would think that you would have to bet the Saints uh, at that number. At, if, 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 if there's no Rodgers,
1: yes. And then, of course, uh, Sunday night, the Rams hosting the Bears. That game, seven, and uh, the total 45. And on Monday night, uh, the Raiders hosting the Ravens. The Ravens, four and a half and 51. Note The other note, so we noticed that the Packer game is off right now, but there's only one game. On Monday night this year you've typically in recent years mm-hmm. Matt uh, we've uh, and from our perspective always love a double header on the uh, the opening Monday night only one game this year but it's a good one and the Raiders opening uh, Allegiant Stadium here in Las Vegas
0: all right let's welcome in our first guest today it's great to see her back on v today stormy bond and Tony Golden Knights reporter v contributor. contributed there she is where are you in uh, San Jose for tonight's game I would that's my best uh, best guess
2: Yep, nailed it. I'm in the Hotel Valencia right now. As soon as I uh, hop off of here with you guys, I'm going to get on the bus and get over to SAP Center for tonight's game with the Sharks.
0: Vegas Golden Knights have great TV coverage. I love the TV yes. team, the pregame, the uh, g- the game coverage, the postgame coverage. I'm not joking. Uh, all, the, all the shows on mm-hmm. AT&T Sportsnet and Stormy doing a great job with this team, and it's yep. got to be uh, yeah. a thrill for you to not only cover an NHL team, but the best team in the league right now, right? I mean, the Vegas Golden Knights, a lot of people have power rated the number one team in the NHL, and fans are back at T-Mobile, and that's got to make a difference, a big difference for the players and everyone else as well, right?
2: Yeah, no question. And thank you so much for the kind words. I appreciate it. I I know that our crew really does too, and they work really hard, but it does make it that much more fun and that much easier, honestly, to do my job when you work for a team that has the success that they have. And um, the Golden Knights are a really good group this year. They really, really think that they have the potential to do something special and go make a stanley cup run and you even look at the game that they played against colorado the other night with just 15 skaters that they were able to use because of some salary cap issues and they still played an incredible game like that pita said after the game that would have been a great game if they had all 20 guys uh, available so really cool just to, to be a part of it. And like you said, the home ice advantage is a big thing too. They know they have at least that throughout the first round. Um, and then beyond that, who knows? Because you still have to wait and see how the season closes out for a couple other teams to see ultimately what will happen for the Golden Knights. But it's been a fun year and, and hopefully a, a fun postseason to come.
1: That's Stormy. uh, This is Vinny. It's, uh, again, great uh, great to have you with us. And, uh, again, big game tonight. That was like a playoff game the other night. And there's kind of playoff ramifications again today. Golden Knights, uh, they've had a lot of success this year against a team that originally didn't look like it was going to be their primary division rival. It was either going to be Los Angeles or Phoenix. But there's uh, certainly been a great rivalry between... The Golden Knights and the Sharks. And uh, the Knights have really done a, a, a lot of damage against the Sharks this year. Sharks would like nothing more than to make the Knights miserable here. Uh, the Knights are b- being bet up to a 210 favorite here in Las Vegas. All about the Knights with Marc Andre Fleury, probably going to be in gold tonight. Do you have any insight, maybe, or information as to whether or not uh, we may see the return? of uh, Alec Martinez on the blue line tonight or Max Pacioretty up front for the Knights tonight because the injuries certainly played a part uh, in them being short the other night against uh, the Avalanche
2: yeah no question the Golden Knights have been dealing with a lot of injuries I don't foresee Max Pacioretty and Alec Martinez being available personally we haven't gotten any confirmation on that from Pete DeBoer because there wasn't media availability yesterday it was an off day for the team and today they elected not to do a typical morning skate so basically they're just going into the game I'll find out the lineup when I get to the rink but uh, just personally just from being around the team as much as I am I wouldn't anticipate those two being available until Uh, eventually the playoffs next week. Um, But like you said, this is a San Jose team that absolutely hates the Golden Knights. (laughs) Golden Knights have had their number. I mean, we go back to this rivalry back to two years ago in that uh, playoff when it's game seven and, you know, the five-minute major and all of this stuff happens. There's a hatred that is stuck from that postseason Mm -hmm. series team that regardless every time they play there there's a hatred the players say it; they know it but Vegas has had the edge on it I mean there's potential for an eight game sweep of the Sharks this year I want to say it's like 15 one and three is their regular season wins against San Jose and so the Sharks are going to have a, a lot of young guys playing for you know potential jobs mm-hmm. in the future. They're a team that's going to come out and play for some pride tonight, and uh, they don't want to get embarrassed. They don't want to be swept by a team that they absolutely hate. But a few of the fireworks will be left to bed. You imagine because there's not going to be a Ryan Reeves out there chirping with Evander Kane like we normally see, and and so there is a little bit less of that element, I guess, in a game like tonight. But the Golden Knights certainly want to win. <laughs> you know, if they sure. win loses one of those two games in the next couple days against LA, then they're right back in that first place position in the NHL and in the West. So uh, a lot more on the line I guess in this game than maybe might seem like on the surface.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. There was a lot on the line Monday night too in Vegas' season high seven game home win streak was snapped in that mm-hmm. loss to Colorado 2-1 uh, to one Vinny. So what needs to happen here for the Golden Knights? They've got to beat San Jose mm-hmm. and they need the Kings to upset the Colorado Avalanche in one of two games here to finish the season, but Colorado is a huge favorite. Team. Colorado uh, opened 330, the biggest favorite on the board today. They're up to 350 and climbing. In fact, the, the
1: three teams from the Pacific, uh, the Western Division, the Knights, the Avalanche, and the Wild, all seeing betting action today. There's three teamers with, with all three of those teams uh, going tonight. And, of course, as you mentioned, Matt, and the Stormy Knows, uh, the Avalanche have one game in hand. They've got two games to conclude the season, and Denver starting tonight against the Kings. Uh, even though if there's, so the, I'm sure the Knights will be a little, doing a little bit of scoreboard watching. Knights need to win tonight, and then the Avs to lose one of the two remaining home games. Uh, against the Kings. They will be without, uh, this is, uh, being the Avs, they will be without Nathan McKinnon. Now, McKinnon was out. He came back for the game against the Knights the other night. Mm-hmm. He uh, he is out of the lineup tonight for the Avalanche. So uh, we'll see how that, uh, that plays out. But the Knights will be, uh, they're Kings fans uh, for the next couple of games as well.
0: Vegas and uh, Carolina tied atop the NHL with 80 points apiece. And... Uh... Colorado right behind Vegas was 78, and mm-hmm. uh, you talked about the scenario. Stormy, how optimistic might you be that uh, the Kings can upset the Avalanche in one of those two final games?
2: Yeah, I may be a little more optimistic than most. Uh, as Vinny mentioned there, no Nathan McKinnon. The last two games that they played with the Kings uh, a few days ago were both one-goal games. Mm-hmm. All six of the games that the Abs have played in the month of May have been decided by one goal, and they have lost to L.A. once mm-hmm. this season wanna say they're five and one. So um that's definitely a possibility. And like you said, Golden Knights fans are all Kings fans right now for sure. <laughs> Especially because they only have to like Colorado as long as Golden Knights handle their business tonight against San Jose all that Colorado has to do is lose in some way shape or form. So even if it's an overtime loss Mm -hmm. then the Golden Knights would still have the edge in points. It's just if they tie and they end up having the same total points on the year then Colorado has the advantage because of regular season wins. They have that tiebreaker. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens. That's why you play the games right.
0: Uh, no Perfect. question. Hey, how about the goalie system? We, Vinny talked about Marc-Andre is going to be in goal tonight. He's been outstanding uh, this season. Last year at this time, Stormy, is a different story with uh, Marc-Andre Fleury going into the playoffs with the goalie rotation. He was not happy with the organization. How much different do things feel around Marc-Andre Fleury heading into the postseason where he really is uh, playing some of his best hockey, I think, that he's played in the past, what, three or four years?
2: Yeah, he's he's been remarkable like a fine wine right he just seems to get better with age for whatever reason and as long as he always says like as long as he loves the game and is doing well enough to help his team that he wants to play. And so I hope that Marc-Andre Fleury has more years in him because he is a pleasure to watch, a pleasure to be around, a great person and player. And I mean, that's why he's a nominee for the Masterton Trophy this year for his dedication to the game of hockey and all that he's gone through to get back to this point. And he's also, you know, right there, him and Robin Leonard could potentially win the Jennings Trophy if there's less Mm -hmm. than three goals on him tonight and um, certainly throughout the course of the year has been a contender in the talk about the Vesna trophy and Marc-Andre Fleury the way that he handled everything I think has been outstanding and, and him and Robin Leonard have a good relationship you know I think that there was maybe a little bit more contention because of the you know agent tweet and everything that came out last year but they handled that amongst themselves in the room and they have a relationship and yes they're they're competitors but they're also partners and um, they work together in a lot more ways than I think people on the outside looking in might see. So it, it is a good relationship there. I'm really happy that both goaltenders have had the success that they've had because it's made the Golden Knights that much stronger. I think it's been good for Mark Andre Fleury to have this rotation. I believe it's 23 games now that they have done a complete 50-50 split in a row mm-hmm. um, to this point, which allows a guy like him, who is 36 years old, to have the rest he needs to have success. So I don't have any added insight into who the the you know night one playoff starter will be, um, and if. If it is a rotation that continues or if they go with Marc Andre Fleury or Robin Leonard obviously last postseason we saw that Robin Leonard was the choice and they felt that uh, they wanted to give him that opportunity now does that change this year.
1: Stormy, just to finish it out, uh, and I love your perspective on the fact that the, the goaltenders do get along as well as they do as pros, uh, 15 skaters the other night with the injuries and the salary cap issue, I believe that the Knights add a couple of players or they call up a couple of uh, silver Knights uh, from Henderson uh, to amplify tonight's, uh, tonight's roster.
2: Yeah, they're still going to be shorthanded due to the cap, unfortunately, but they'll have 17 skaters instead of 15, so they're only down one, which is something we've seen the team do nine nine or ten times this season, so it's not completely out of the norm due to the salary cap that they'll be shorthanded still. Um, I'm not, like I said, I still have to wait until I get to the arena mm-hmm. to have the Lineup, but yeah, I, I don't foresee new faces. I think that the call-ups that will be playing tonight will be people we have seen before. Um, you know, Dylan Sakura had yep. worked his way into the lineup relatively recently. Um, maybe since we played five D last uh, last game, maybe if we get to six, it's Dylan Coughlin who played a good bit um of this year just in general and played well. Uh he actually his his first career goal, he had a hat trick. So that was a, a cool moment for him this season. Um so that's kind of what I'm anticipating, but nothing uh, confirmed until I get over that safety
0: stormy All right. <clears throat> stormy Bonantoni, Vegas Golden Knights TV reporter. Hey, great to see you again. Thanks for jumping on today. Appreciate it.
2: Yeah, I always love catching up with my Beast family. Have a great show.
0: Bye Stormy. You can also see her on ESPN. Does college football reporting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Follow her on Twitter at Storm by bon Anthony. She's only got eleven thousand followers on Twitter. Should have at least tripled that. It is Come on, she will. Huh. Right. Football. Back in a couple minutes here on My Guys in the Desert. Trader.com studio at South Point Casino. oddstrader.com Download the free Oddstrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info you need. Visit OddsTrader.com. Vinny, what studio is this? The studio. Here right. at the South Point, Matt. It's NFL Schedule Release Day. It was great for Stormy Bond and Tony to jump yeah. on with us today. Good uh, good stuff. Good insight. Yeah. Good insight from the uh, the nights. Big game tonight for them. In Colorado, she's got eleven thousand Twitter followers, and you have ten thousand eight hundred. What is this a ball game? Huh? What, what? I was given two hundred. I, I would she so it It's right on the number. I would have thought she'd have far more than you because you never tweet. I try to do
1: quality. It's not about quantity.
0: Danielle man. did say she's going to. Danielle's out today, but when she comes back, she's going to teach you how to do TikTok and uh, no, get not. you
1: on Instagram. No, yeah. that, that is not going to happen.
0: All right, let me put that price up right now. <laughs> Minus, it, it, what is it? Eleven thousand minus eleven thousand. <laughs> the NFL schedule comes out. Two games in London, and uh, Falcons Jets. So your guy Zach Wilson, rookie quarterback, uh, faces the Falcons in London, and mm-hmm. Jaguars Dolphins. Mm. Urban Meyer and uh, Tua Jaguars over there. Urban Meyer, Trevor Lawrence, and uh, Tua matchup in London. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those are the two games in London. And we talked about the uh, the primetime games. If you missed it, the NFL kickoff. Cowboys at Buccaneers Thursday, September 9th. The NFL grand opening. And uh, the Buccaneers favored by what here at the South Point Sportsbook? All the lines, totals, and money lines are up for NFL Week 1 here at the South Point.
1: Buccaneers, match, 6.5. 52 for the total money line. Minus 280, plus 240 on the Cowboys. Great matchup to start things off Uh Again, are they America's team? When it comes to betting, they are um, one of America's favorite teams. Whether you're betting on them or against them, Cowboys draw a lot of betting action. And, of course, uh, the defending Super Bowl champs with the Buccaneers.
0: There's going to be a monster handle in that game. Cowboys. And remember, Matt,
1: we've got – think about it. The se- What's the season? Four months away? Right, about 120 mm-hmm. days. Away. 120 days away there you from uh, the NFL kickoff. Is that kick four off. months? Yeah. Is that? Okay. All right. I just want to make sure I got my math right. You know, I got a lot of numbers in my head. So, uh, but that's why this week, uh, you, you've got a, you know, four months to book these games. People coming in all summer who will not be here right. for week
0: one, but we will be able to bet on it. And that's uh, certainly why. Uh, Is NFL say, week, week one week always so the highest wagering handle of the NFL season because it's up on the board for of the regular three, four months Of the regular season, yes, Matt. Yeah, yep. that's why. Again, uh, with uh, with four months
1: to book it and uh, you know a summer full of activity. And this year, Matt, we know that uh, you know with what happened last year, we didn't have that opportunity. We didn't you know, we were closed for a good portion of uh, mm-hmm. the spring and summer. Uh, so the fact that we'll be open and at hundred percent here uh, by June 1st here in Las Vegas, Uh, and the response already has been very strong.
0: All right, you can see NFL Week 1 up there. Again, the primetime game, Sunday night, Bears at Rams. Monday night, Ravens at Raiders. Brent Musburger is going to be in studio with us tomorrow here Mm -hmm. at the South Point to talk NFL, so tune in tomorrow to my guys in the desert. Also, uh, reports on what the Thanksgiving games are, Vinny, and uh, we've got Bears-Lions, no surprise there. Right. Okay. Raiders-Cowboys. Raiders and Cowboys. Another great game. Raiders Cowboys. That's a good matchup on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving Day games. Bears Lions Raiders Cowboys, and then Bills Saints. Uh, the nightcap on Thanksgiving. Another. One. How about Raiders Cowboys as the uh, the uh, Thanksgiving sandwich game? That's there. a nice. That's a nice game. On Christmas, wow. the report is the Packers will host the Browns. On Christmas, who will the quarterback of the Packers be on Christmas That's Day? That's an excellent question. By the way, Matt,
1: uh, for those that are just joining us, we uh, we did we are holding up on the uh, the Packers game in Week One uh, against the Saints in New Orleans uh,
0: with the uh, with the speculation about Mr. Rogers. So, yeah, gotta gotta wait and see. Well, there was a book in town that put up a number this morning on Packers yeah. Saints. Let's talk about that for a minute. Yeah, the number that went up was one and one, a half, I and I also saw another book that uh, put up two and a half. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to be back with the Packers. I know a lot of people believe that same thing. Do you gamble? Uh if you believe that, do you do you bet on your conviction there that he's going to take a stand, he's not going to play for the Packers and that number could be a bargain. You lay one and a half with the Saints.
1: Well, or if you think he's going to be there, bet the pack bet the Packers because if he plays with them, they're going to be a big favorite. Or certainly I mean that that's mm-hmm. that number is is predicated on him not being there. Right. Obviously. So, yeah. I mean, if you're going to bet that game, you're going to speculate not one many way or the people other. People
0: believe he's going to be back in Green I Bay, but not. like you say, if uh, if you're one of the people who does believe that Rodgers is going back to the Packers, grab him. Yeah, bet the Packers. You could always get off the game, right? Saints' quarterback is going to be Jameis Winston or T- Taysom Hill. Got 120 be... days, four months to get That's off. Vincen Vinny. he's got almost 11,000 followers <laughs> on Twitter. Back in a couple minutes here on Vincen, the Sports Betting Network. Any of our show today or any of the v broadcasts, be sure to check out our free Vsin podcast. You can catch up on Follow the Money with Mitch and Pauly, a numbers game, the Lombardi line, on the daily v Best Bets podcast. There's a lot of stuff there you can check out. Uh, wh- whatever you are betting on, we have a pod for it. Find them all for free at vsincom slash podcast. That's vcin.com slash podcast. I think jbt has got an NBA Hardwood Handicappers podcast going up this week even though he's taking some time off. Let's talk NBA. And uh, Knicks-Lakers last night, very mm. rare game because it goes to overtime, but it still stays under the total, under the second half total, and the underdog covered, Vinny. Yep. Lakers 101-99 over the Knicks in OT last One night.
1: of the rare instances where uh, underdogs did not go to die in overtime right. in uh, uh, Staples Center last night, Matt. And again, on the overnight, the Lakers – Opened as five-point favorites. Knicks got the betting attention, the majority of it. And uh, they cashed last night once again, did the uh, did the Knicks. Uh, they closed, uh, their Lakers closed 2.5 and, and 2.10.5. Mm-hmm. So uh, they bet the game, they bet the dog, and they bet the under. And both got there, man.
0: Former Laker Julius Randle. Loved this guy. Loved him coming out of Kentucky. Mm-hmm. He just plays his butt off every yep. night. 11 for 26 from the field last night. 4 for 8 from 3. He's hitting from three-point range this season. Five for five at the line. How about his line score last night? 31 points, eight rebounds, five assists, uh, but not enough as the Knicks fall to the Lakers. And uh, Obi Toppin, the rookie for the Knicks, played only nine minutes. Tom Thibodeau's got to play him more. Obi was uh, two for two from the field, Mm -hmm. hit his only three-point attempt, had three rebounds, no turnovers, five points, but only played nine minutes. I think the... As great a job as Thibodeau does, his weakness is he's afraid to play rookies more. He he just loves to stick with his veterans and yep. play him heavy minutes. He's a veteran guy. But yep. they're
1: they're gonna need more depth, Matt, uh, going into the playoffs, right? Once once they get into it, I, I think they'll have to have a a bit more in their rotation. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. But again, they've had a good season, in the Knicks, and it's it's fun to have them back in the postseason.
0: All right, tonight the uh, Rockets face the Lakers who are trying to avoid the play in tournament next week. And uh, the Lakers double digit favorites Vinny, we've seen this number come down a little bit yeah. uh, off of uh, injury news, right? So yeah, it
1: just came in, Matt. Right mm-hmm. when uh, we were on break, that looks like Anthony Davis is definitely out tonight. LeBron was questionable. I don't, I don't think we we're going to see LeBron either. But this game's down to ten. Uh, Lakers were thirteen and a half, and uh, we came on the air. They were eleven with the speculation about Davis, and now the official word. So Lakers ten to twenty one and a half, which is also down a couple of points. Uh, for the total. Yeah.
0: Okay, let's look at the uh By the San way, Matt, ma- Chris yeah. Wood
1: is uh, is also questionable again for the Rockets. Rockets
0: Chris are yeah. like a mash unit. You know. I think Chris Wood's questionable almost every game he, for the he is. He played, uh, You uh, never know who's going to be on the floor for and the out. Rockets. In and out, for sure. But it looks like AD is off, out for the Lakers, and uh, LeBron's not going to play tonight. So, yeah. skeleton crew for the Lakers, down to 10-point favorites over the Rockets. Shams uh, herenia reported this on the, the Spurs-Nets game tonight in Brooklyn. Nets star James Harden plans to play tonight versus right. Spurs, assuming pregame warmups go smoothly. Sources told uh, The Athletic and Stadium Harden is on the cusp of his return after missing over a month with a hamstring strain. At one point, it looked like James Harden was going to be the MVP. He goes down to an injury. It looked like LeBron might be MVP. He goes down to an injury. We've had so many injuries and so many personnel issues to deal with as uh, betters and bookmakers this season. But tonight, the plan is for James Harden to play against the Spurs. What do you have for a number on the Spurs Nets game in Brooklyn,
1: Matt? This game opened three. Uh, we came on the air; it was five and a half. Uh, now down to four and a half. And I think the biggest reason for that is it looks like Kyrie is not going to play tonight. Now for the Nets, so Harden is uh, is going to give it a, try to give it a go. Uh, but it looks like Kyrie Irving is out. That just uh, came across too, uh as we came back from our last break. So four and a half right now, uh, 233, uh, 232 and a half for this total, uh, which is just right
0: around where it opened. All right, let's do a quick rundown of the rest of the NBA board, and it's not a big board tonight, Benny. Six no. games total. We just talked about two of them, uh, the Wizards and Hawks in Atlanta. What do you have for a number and another high total on a Wizards game,
1: yeah. Again, remember, these two teams played on uh, Monday, Matt, and the Hawks escaped, one twenty-five to one twenty-four, six and a half point favorites. They're six and a half here. Uh, total on this one, two thirty-nine, which is down one point uh, off of the uh, off the opener. No Bradley Beal again, but uh, this uh, the Wizards nine two and one against the number in their last twelve. They keep covering games, Matt.
0: Celtics and Cavs and the Celtics road favorites here. Obviously, how big yeah. the number and what's the total?
1: Uh the Cavs. The last time they covered, Matt, was a month ago. How about that? That's they haven't covered in the last 12 games.
0: It's one thing to lose every game. It's, there, it's a completely different thing. It's so yeah. much more difficult not to cover mm-hmm. a game in a month.
1: Yeah. Celtics are six-point favorites, Matt, uh, even though they've got some injuries. Again, there were nine on the, uh, uh, on the overnight. Uh, but they're not going to have Marcus Smart tonight. Kemba Walker is out. And uh, and and of course they lost Jalen Brown for the season, so the Celtics are uh, uh, missing three key components tonight. But they're still six and uh, six point favorites in Cleveland against the Cavs tonight. Two nineteen and a half uh, on this total right now, uh, which is uh, which exactly where it opened.
0: I should mention the uh, Cavs. Depending on what number you got. Uh, you might have got a cover if you were catching nine and a half against the Pacers a couple of nights ago when they lost by nine. But mm-hmm. I, I think uh, most people would grade that a, a push. Yeah, or if, yeah, or a loss. I haven't but, uh, cashed
1: a ticket, Matt, in a month.
0: <clears throat> Last time the Cavs won, you go back to April 21st against the Chicago Bulls. So wow, that's how how far back. you Twelve
1: games. All that. Wow. All right, Jazz Blazers. How
0: about this one? A big game tonight in the West. Jazz, slight home favorites here over Portland and Salt Lake City. Total yeah. is a 234 on this one, right? Yeah,
1: again, no Mitchell and Connolly still. Uh, Blazers with uh, eight of nine uh, in the win column. Six covers there. Matt, Jazz, slight favorites. One-point favorite here. They did open as two-point favorites. Total holding steady at 234.
0: And the other game to talk about, the uh, Pelicans and the Mavericks in Dallas. And Dallas needs to pick up some wins.
1: Yeah. I, they they do, Matt. No, uh, Porzingis is going to be a game time decision tonight uh, for the Mavs. Uh, that game opened. Uh, this game opened ten down to nine right now. And again, the, the, I, I, some support for the Pelicans even without uh, Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson and Lonzo Ball. they all three of them will not be playing tonight for the Pelicans. Uh, but the, so the Mavs nine point favorites. They did take uh, ten and nine and a half with the Pelicans early, two twenty
0: four and
1: a half right now with uh, this total. And the Pelicans are
0: out of it, too. They're not going to make the uh, play-in tournament in the Western Conference right now, two and a half games behind the Spurs. And the Lakers uh, Lakers in that seventh spot, one game behind the Dallas Mavericks. And uh, the Mavericks lost last night, so the Mavericks need Mm -hmm. to uh, win tonight to uh, stay ahead of the Lakers and stay out of that play-in tournament. Uh, Quick break here, Vinny. We've got uh, a lot of baseball. Yes, uh, going on this afternoon. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a look at the Dodgers' dramatic comeback last night against the Mariners. That and more next here on My Guys in the Desert. Vinny, where are we? We're in the OddsTrader.com studio at the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa. OddsTrader.com. Download the free OddsTrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info. You need real-time bet tracking, live in-game odds and stats. Visit OddsTrader.com. Let's talk baseball. One game in progress. Padres on top of the Rockies, 5-3, bottom of the sixth. And uh, Vinny, the Padres, shorthanded without uh, Fernando Tatis Jr., Mm -hmm. who's on the injury, I guess it's the injury list. You call it injured list with uh, uh, COVID nineteen,
1: right? He's in uh, he's in protocol, Matt, and he's yeah. in uh, quarantine, right? So he's going to be out for what at least 10, 10 to fourteen days. But uh, the uh, Padres, they bet the Rockies here today, Matt. Uh, the uh, Padres opened a dollar fifty five in this uh, in this first game. I forget there was a double header today, and uh, they closed. Padres closed a dollar fifty and uh, six and a half for this total again down uh, low simply be, even
0: though it's in uh, Colorado. But, again, it's uh, a seven-inning game. Will Myers also out for the Padres after mm-hmm. testing positive for COVID-19. So the Padres without a couple big guns in Tatis and Will Myers, but they lead the Rockies 5-3. to three. And uh, a couple other games earlier today, Vinny, a few other games in the books Matt Harvey, used to be your guy, returns with the Orioles to City Field today, gets a loud ovation from Mets fans, almost drives him to tears. Uh, He did get driven out of the game early, gave up uh, seven earned runs from four to third innings, and the Mets beat the Orioles seven to one.
1: And they got the, uh, they were $1.75 today, Matt, And the total on this one. Uh, from uh, eight down to seven and a half, so uh, it uh, it did fall. It did fall on yeah. the uh, right on the uh, right on the eight. So, yeah, the Mets. Uh, the Mets, uh, Mets. played some very good defense in that game today. Matt, uh, the score was uh, could have been a lot closer than it looked. Uh, was seven nothing until the Orioles broke through. I want to say it was in the eighth inning. Uh, Tyron Walker played uh, pitched uh, very well for the uh, for the Mets. Uh, finally, gave up an earned run today. So, but uh, good defense by the Mets. And uh, what is that? Their seventh or eighth straight win. Uh, Matt against uh, against her opponents here. So the success.
0: Tawan Walker went yeah. seven innings, one earned run, four Ks today. Outdueled Matt Harvey in that uh, Mets win over the Orioles. Reds beat the Pod Pirates in Pittsburgh, five to one. Yeah. Final in ten innings. Game goes to extras, and the Reds explode in extras. But the game does stay under the total.
1: Yeah, they read, they bet the Reds here, Matt, uh, from a uh, dollar fifty fifty five uh, up to a dollar seventy, and they bet the bet the under in this game. From seven and a half down to seven. So favorite and an under gets there today. And uh, you cashed on the run line with the Reds as well at even money.
0: One more final. Indians over the Cubs, two to one. The Indians were a popular bet last night with Shane Bieber on the mound today. Get a one-run win over the uh, Cubs. Final in ten innings, Vinny.
1: Yeah, the uh, and the uh, Indians, did get the uh, uh, betting support today, Matt. 109 up to a thirty-five. Again, the penny line, 10-cent straddle. Uh, thirty-five close total on the game from nine to eight and a half. So tribe and under.
0: Last night it looked like the, uh, the Seattle Mariners might get there as big dogs against the Dodgers. Uh, the Dodgers uh, rally with two runs in the seventh, three in the eighth on a Gavin Lux homer, and uh, sneak out the win last night, six to four over mm-hmm. Seattle. Dodgers closed 240 here at the South Point Mariners, two yeah. to one on the money line. And it looked like you were going to get there with the dog, uh, but again, the uh, the Seattle pitching broke down in the late innings, allowing five runs total in the seventh and eighth.
1: Matt, and then and about this, too, the, the Dodgers wind up covering the run line yep. as well with uh, minus with one and a half was minus
0: one fifteen. Yep. you laid out with the Dodgers.
1: Yep, and that was a pretty popular play yesterday. But again, we talked about it on Monday, Matt. Uh, you know about the, the Dodgers this season. Uh, the fact of the matter is they remain favorites in just about every game. What's in one game? I think we uh, we tracked it. was one Dodgers game. Dodgers have been favorites.
0: Right? After tonight, the Dodgers There's... will have been favored in 36 of 37 games. 37
1: games. games. So they still, get, uh, they still continue to get the backing at the betting. And they had
0: lost five times as a favorite of minus 200 or more and oh. almost dropped that game last night. Gavin Lux with the three-run homer in the eighth inning, his first homer of the season, wow. actually, to uh, rescue the Dodgers in that 6-4 uh, win last night. Tonight's game, Dodgers again, big favorites. Vinny, no surprise uh, there. In the the pitching matchup tonight in L.A. is Justin Dunn for Seattle, Julio Urias for the Dodgers, and a high price if you uh, want to back L.A. Matt, they were 240
1: last night. Not enough. 250 tonight. Let's let's add 10 cents to the Dodgers tonight, will you? And uh, the total uh, in this game sitting at 8, a little shade. to the under at 15 cents. Uh, I suspect that they'll be Some over money, actually, in this game tonight. And uh, the Dodgers, minus-minus on the run line. A run and a half and minus 15 cents. Mm. Yeah, big price tonight, Matt. All
0: right, let's look at some American League games. And uh, I want to start with uh, the Yankees, who won the series opener at the Trop last night. Uh, Yankees tonight will send Garrett Cole to the mound against Colin McHugh, who's going to be the starter for the Rays. And at some spots, uh, the Yankees as high as minus 200 after uh, beating the Rays last night.
1: Yeah, Matt, uh, we uh, we used $2 on the uh, on the opener now. The Yankees $1.90. Not really surprised that they uh, they did take the Rays here as home dogs, uh, given the Yankees uh, and as inconsistent as they've been. And, again, the Rays just continue to find ways to compete. So, again, the Yankees from $2 down to $1.90 right now. You also have to uh, put up a nickel minus 105 if you think they're going to cover the run line tonight. And the total on this one, 7 for the uh, the Yankees, this uh, this game opened at seven and a half and now sits at seven uh, on the total.
0: About the uh, Red Sox hosting the A's and the Red Sox win the series opener, they have a remarkable record when Eduardo Rodriguez starts. I think they've won thirty one of his past thirty seven starts. If I'm correct, I had that written down last week. I don't have that with me now, but Erod is a favorite tonight against the A's at Fenway. Yep,
1: yeah, Matt, and a uh, dollar fifty here. That's uh, uh, holding pretty steady, actually. It's uh, Matt. This one's toggling between a dollar fifty and a dollar fifty-five. So, uh, overall, two-way action. This is a total on this game now sitting uh, at nine and a half flat. It did open as not uh, at nine. Uh, the game has been bet over so far, and the the Red Sox. You could take $1. twenty if you think they're going to cover this run line.
0: You think Shohei Ohtani was frustrated last night? Uh, Ohtani was so good for the Angels. In fact, he went seven innings, allowed four hits, one run, struck out ten, only walked one, and he's had a problem with walks. But last night, a 10-to-1 strikeout-to-walk ratio through 88 pitches. He's pulled for the, from the game, and what happens? It's predictable. Angels' yep. bullpen blows up, and they lose to the Astros – Five to one, Otani goes out to right field to uh, watch the carnage. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was one for four at the plate last night, uh, but his heroics not enough to uh, get the Angels the win last night, yeah. and uh, they fall to sixteen and nineteen on the season with uh, Trout and Otani, the, the top two MVP candidates in the American League. But they're still a team under five hundred.
1: Matt and uh, they bet they bet the Astros last night, and uh, so far it looks like uh, they're betting. Yeah, they're betting them again. I mean, this game is up to a dollar sixty. I mean, we opened at fifteen cents, and again here, Matt, uh, it's all action. So you get the price even if there's a uh, that, that at the time of your wager, just like uh, in other sports. Uh, so even if there's a pitching change, there won't uh, it won't make a difference. Uh, but the Astros right now a dollar sixty tonight uh, against the Angels. Total on the game holding steady at eight and a half, and uh, the Stros plus one thirty five. Another team that finds a way to compete.
0: Angel's going to start Andrew Haney. Andrew Haney, the lefty, um, actually a pretty good pitcher at this price. That's uh, plus 140, but we've seen uh, a lot of money show up on the Astros since some spots, Vinny, overnight opened uh, Houston minus 120.
1: Yeah, 115 I saw too. I mean, even lower. Yeah, for sure.
0: All right, wow. back to the uh, National League, and we talked about the games in progress. We're in the books. we got one in D.C., um, it starts at 4:05 p.m. Pacific, and that's Phillies and Nationals, and a pretty good matchup between Zach Wheeler and John Lester, and the Phillies are road favorites.
1: Yeah, road favorites, Matt. But uh, the home team, the Nats, getting the betting attention here again. Uh, Philly open at seven to five, a dollar forty on the opener, uh dollar twenty-six now, just uh, moved down another few uh, few cents here uh, at South Point, and the total on this one sitting at eight and a half. Uh, which is uh, which is right where it opened. Uh, Phillies plus one twenty on the run line.
0: So uh, continues to that, Bryce that Harper off of a pretty good start to play for yeah, the Phillies. He here. came, you know
1: what, Matt? And remember, he was out a few games. He, he took mm-hmm. a, he he was hit uh, hit by a pitch. Uh, what about a week a week or so a week and a half ago, right in the face. So, uh, but uh, you know he's uh, he's playing he's playing a lot better.
0: Always tough to take a pitch in the face. Yes, Matt.
1: You know, we take them all the time behind the counter, bookmakers.
0: <laughs> in Milwaukee, John Gantt against Brandon Woodruff, and it looks like the Brewers catching the money tonight.
1: Yeah, uh, big favorites here tonight, Matt, up to That's a dollar seventy-five. It's a thirty-cent move uh, on the Brewers tonight against the Cardinals, who lead the uh, lead the division. Uh, nobody really talking about the Cardinals, but again, pretty uh, pretty consistent. No real surprise, really, when you think about uh, the way we posted things going into the season. Uh, but right now, Brewers $1.75, seven and a half for this total. And uh, they're betting this game over. So betting the Brewers and over here. And the uh, Brewers down to plus a quarter on the run line off the uh, plus 150 uh, on the opener.
0: Do we have a pitcher announced uh, for Miami tonight? It's Zach Gallen who's going to go for the D-backs. And they are favored, big favorites. So that line has moved up in favor of uh, Arizona. Poteet. I, is it, Potet announced for uh, the Marlins. Yep, okay. looks like uh, Miami, Arizona. where did you open yes, this uh, number, and where is the number now? Minus one sixty-seven. I deep. see some spots in DraftKings as high as minus one seventy-five.
1: We used seventy, Matt. Uh, it went down to a dollar sixty when uh, we came on the air, but now up to headed back towards the opener at dollar sixty-seven right now.
0: Yeah, Twins and White Sox in Chicago. Jay Happ against Dallas Keuchel and uh, the White Sox playing good baseball for Tony La Russa. Uh, minus one forty or forty five. It looks like
1: right, yeah. Matt. There was um, uh, there was some controversy with Larusa, right? Uh, about a week or so ago. I didn't ago. know the rules about well, the extra innings. Well, that hence the controversy. And dollar uh, forty, dollar thirty, up to a dollar thirty-seven right now and climbing uh, with the White Sox. So eight for the total. Uh, which is down from eight and a half on the open.
0: JBT was mocking Tony LaRusso last week. Too old. jbts a, he's an ageist, you know. He's yep. 30, 31 years old. He's a, mocking Tony for yeah. being too old. Doesn't know the rules. <laughs> I take terrible. offense to that. Meanwhile, he's huh? the senior NBA writer. Really? What do you got about it? What's about it? The White Sox are seven games over 500 and on a four game win streak. There you Tony's go. Tony's hanging in there. We <laughs> take a quick break. Come back. Hour number two. Jimmy bacaro and Brady Cannon join us here on My Guys in the Desert.